Alright, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Is it a series that you must watch, or is it better to skip altogether? Well, I watched it, and this was actually my first time watching it, and... Oy, I honestly don't know how to even start. But let me say that Evangelion is one of the most unique anime I have ever watched. And I'm actually very happy that I chose to actually watch this thing because it takes a toll on you. A literal toll. But before I get into it and tell you why you should watch or why you shouldn't watch, because this is not something that I can come out and say you have to watch it, I'm gonna actually break it down and try not to spoil much about it, but be prepared because this is not a easy show to just simply, you know, you turn on your TV, watch it, and be like, huh, this is pretty cool. No, <laughs> it really isn't. Well, Neon Genesis Evangelion, or Ava, as fans call it, and of course in the series as well, um, Ava is a very different series. At first it looks very much like, you know, mecha kind of show where it's like, you know, Gundam, where it's like, you know, robots, they attack each other and it's so cool, things like that. And at first it's a bit slow because you're like, hmm, these names, that's interesting. Hmm, this character, it's interesting. And you might think to yourself that, alright, this seems run-of-the-mill, you know, mecha versus, you know, kaiju kind of thing. But as the show progresses, you start to think that, whoa, this is nothing like what I thought it would be. It's not exactly like that, it's not mecha versus kaiju. And it seems to me that most of the popular IPs that start out like that and then start to go somewhere else tend to go into some very deep stuff and Ava is exactly like that. Well at first you might, you know, if you have never seen Ava, you might compare it to something like Pacific Rim, Gundam, maybe some people even go as far as to compare it to Transformers for some reason. I've seen that actually online, people do that. But, you know, you know it's nothing like Transformers by the way. Those are some really weird people who actually did that comparison. But still, when they do that, when you actually watch the show, you're thinking like, okay, so it's moving away from that mecha sort of thing. And I can clearly see what Pacific Rim took away from Ava, where the inspiration came from. You can clearly see it. I'm sure that Pacific Rim also took many inspiration from Gundam as well. But there are so many things that it's also present in, you know, Ava as well. But next to that, if you remember back in my review for 13 Sentinels, I did say that it seems that there's a lot of inspiration that came from Ava as well. Turns out I was right. Turns out that there's so many things that they actually took from Ava. Some character relationships, who they are, some events. Ultimately, 13 Sentinels is a way different game and story than something like Evangelion. However, I would say that yes, there are some things, some relationships, some dynamics there that you could probably say that yeah, they're very close to Ava, but at the end of the day, no, they're very different. In fact, you might think that they're close and that would help you get more into the story or actually vice versa. Part of the reason why I became very interesting to Ava, I thought to myself that well, maybe 13 Sentinels took a lot from this and I heard some things before, so I was like, maybe 
you know, this is like that. And slowly, I just got more interest and interest until I was like, no, hell no, this is nothing close to that. No way. But, now let's get into Evangelion itself. Now, Evangelion is a series that not only talks about, you know, of course, not only features, basically, the fights of, you know, mechas versus kaijus, but it has so many things that are the main theme rather than those fights. In fact, the main theme, in my opinion, is the psychology side of it. How, uh, you know, certain events can affect a person, whether it be loss of a family member, loss of a friend, or even near loss of that thing. How you are forced to witness some terrible events, how, you know, things can affect you overall. And Ava does that beautifully. Over the course of 26 episodes, there is so much at play here that you basically understand why a certain character's character feels this way, why another character feels like that, or what, you know, why this thing happens. I know these psychological things, this mental um, talk to the viewer is so well done. You might think to yourself that, you know, this is normal and things like that, but no, 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 no. Ava does it way better than any other anime I actually have seen. I'm pretty sure there are animes that do this as well, but for me, Ava did it beautifully well. It really showcased that this is definitely not a show for children, and I would barely recommend it to anyone because of the, you know, the important talks that there is in here. The effect that certain actions, certain things, certain words, certain, you know, even, you know, in actions will do to you and your mind. And it's so beautiful. The very fact that, you know, for example, that the main character Shinji feels some things, I cannot say because definitely spoiler, feels a certain thing and, you know, it defines him for the rest of the show or something that even I could clearly, and I actually found out last night when I was watching it, I could clearly relate to him with this. And I was like, okay, yeah, you got me. And, you know, truth is that Evangelion is not only going for the uh, mental health, uh, mental health's importance or things like that, but also it's going for religious undertones. It seems that, you know, for example, there's a few scenes that, you know, explosions that happen to be like crosses. And, you know, people thought that there's like, you know, that's the point that, you know, they're going for, um, you know, the, you know, religious Christ things. But turns out, no, actually, the creator just thought that, no, this looked cool. But you could actually go as far as to say that, yeah, this, you know, whether he wants to admit it or not, is kind of, you know, religious tone there. But the thing is... You know, everything about this show, it's well thought out. There is nothing here that you could probably say that, yeah, this was this came out of nowhere. And, you know, the aside from everything else that the show talks about, aside from everything else that the show does, which does actually very beautifully, when it comes to these religious undertones, it's something that I never thought I'd see, because I always thought that, you know, for many people, this kind of talk is taboo. But they do it, and they do it beautifully. It's not just like, you know, these are kaiju, these are, I don't know, robots, fight. No, 
There's actually a story to it, a very deep story. One that you will definitely visit a wiki or Reddit or anywhere that you can get answers to better understand because for the longest time I was like, okay, give me a second. I had to search and I was like, okay, this is all right. And now I understand what's going on because it was so weird and so well thought out. Like, I don't know how they wrote this, but Evangelion is not what you think. And be warned, when if you're watching it on Netflix, as far as I was aware back when this controversy happened, there are many things that have been changed in subtitles and apparently the dub. So be warned that there might be things that are not exactly the same, and they actually do make a big difference in the story. They do. I'm, you know, I actually remember very vividly one of the comparisons they did, where a character says, for example, um, "I love you," and you know, it was changed to "I like you," which I was like, "Dude, that's a huge difference." And because of the mental state of the particular character, it makes even a bigger difference. Why would you change it? Seriously, why? But I would very, uh, very much agree with everyone who would say that yes. The final two episodes are just terrible. But here's the thing. When I wanted to watch, there was this list who someone actually gave and said, you can watch it like this and be fine. There's nothing that you will miss and you will be okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's how you can watch it and not be disappointed at like... You know, what the hell was the same thing? <laughs> because, you know, when you watch the last two things... Uh, and, you know, you should understand that um, you shouldn't blame the studio. Because apparently they had the budget cut. They couldn't do it. They suddenly had to end it. So, I actually understand how difficult it was for them. How awful it is to suddenly leave your series like that. And, yes, it is a huge step up. Not step up, but rather, you know, a huge change from whatever they were trying to do and suddenly to go into these two episodes which seem actually very like very much like you know um, low budget you know expositional things but not even that at times but here's the way that you have to watch it here's a way that you can watch it and not be confused about alright we have normal ones we have director's cut we have this movie we have that movie what's going on very simple so listen close if you are so far interested into watching this, here is how you will watch it. First, you will watch um, the normal episodes, which there's basically normal episodes. There's nothing else there. From 1 to 20, all right? 1 to 20, normal episodes. There's nothing else there. It's just the normal ones. When you get to 21 to 26, here's where things get interesting. 21 to 24, we have director's cut version of these four episodes so watch the director's cut don't watch anything else so 21 22 23 24 you will watch the director's cut all right now we are close to the finishing line we have 25 and 26 should i watch them no then you will start watching end of evangelion the movie all right so you start watching it and you realize that whoa it's like is this 25 and it has the same mark as the director's cut? What the hell? Alright, don't be confused. Still the same thing. So watch End of Evangelion. You will watch it until uh, 1 hour and 4 minute mark. 
basically when uh, Asuka and Shinji fight and the coffee is dropped. So I'm very I'm being very specific here. You might think that all right, all right. Am I am I actually at that point? Yet? Have I, you know, uh, have I you know passed that point? But don't worry. When you see them fight, when you see um, the coffee spilled, and a certain thing happens, and then the black screen comes, immediately pause the movie. Don't watch any further. Pause the movie, and finish um, watching 25 and 26. Watch them. After that, finish the movie, and you're done. You now know everything about Evangelion in the correct order. So, now here's the important part. Is it? Is this the best way to watch it? Yes. Is Death and Rebirth true or true to, you know, uh, not a better way to watch all of this? No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. Basically, Death and Rebirth True 2, or the name, whatever it is, is basically clips of the show all mushed in together alongside the director's cut things and 30 minutes from End of Evangelion. If you really want to understand the story, do it the way I told you. Don't even go for that movie because there's no point to it. Why would you even do that? So, you watched all of this, right? So you're like, okay, okay, I have now... Watch it with this weird order, but why? So, first of all, let me tell you that by the end of Evangelion, your mental health will deteriorate, unfortunately, because of how realistic, how deep, how honestly well done the scenes are. There are many things in this show that basically made me go like, whoa, that's true that's hard that's difficult to even accept but as the time goes on it starts to get a little better mind you it doesn't get really good like you know to the point that you're like oh such a happy ending no there's no nothing like that and you know, even at the end you're still like god <laughs> why am i watching this show but let me tell you right now if you are not in a good place um, in terms of your know, mental health, if you're not in a good place um, yourself at all, do not watch this show. This will not help you, you know, get better, nor will it help you do better. I understand that the ending of the show, especially 25 and 26, especially after watching in the Evangelion, up to that and you know before watching the ending of the movie it all feels so positive and it can give a great energy to you you might feel to feel like you know i'm feeling better this is really positive but that's not the thing at the end of the day it's still a very difficult world to just swallow to just understand to just feel Yeesh. so yeah right now i'm issuing a warning if you guys have mental problems, if you are seeking help, if you are under treatment, if you even haven't seeked help, which you definitely should, please do. Do not be afraid. If you have any of those conditions, do not watch Ava. Ava. It will not help you. And 
while you may at first sympathize with the character, you know, because I think that, you know, it, I think if someone wants to watch it and, you know, get something positive out of it, I would say that, okay, watch the end of Evangelion up until that point, watch 25 and 26, and then finish, done, goodbye. That can help. But I would say the journey itself is oof, so taxing. You feel the pain, you feel the anger, you feel the things that's going on. While, you know, that religious theme is still there. While the existential question, philosophical questions, everything is still there. And I have actually seen other animes that probably took it from Ava, or at least the concept of, you know, how far would you go for a loved one? Or how far your inaction would, you know, have its effect on other people? All of that stuff. I think Ava did it way darker than it could have. So that's why I'm saying, do not watch Evangelion lightly. Do not be like, okay, this is a normal show, I'm gonna watch it. No. Like, when I played 13 Sentinels and I heard that it was like Evangelion on some points, it didn't really go taxing on me. I wasn't like, you know, wow, this is so depressing or things like that. Nothing like that. Yeah, it was actually really fun. And while it had some dark themes and things like that, but it didn't really lean too much into it because it probably would have made me so depressed I wouldn't play. But the Evangelion, oi, no, different beast altogether. So I told you how to watch it. I tried to tell you, you know, these characters. I don't want to spoil anything. Like, I really don't. But, you know, like I said, Everyone in this anime is flawed. Everyone has their issues. Everyone needs something. Everyone needs attention in sort of a way. And that attention is scary. Someone wants attention, they want to be the best so they can get attention, so they can get people's praises. And if they don't, they go nuts. Someone wants that attention, wants that love, but are afraid of abandonment and you know, getting hurt. So they don't do anything, they have inaction. Some people have the abandonment issues, but they do take that step knowing that they will get hurt and it will hurt harder. And you know, and some people are just having existential, pro existential problems. Like they don't know why they're even alive. The purpose of yourself in this world, everything that you do, you know, it's sort of a question, sort of a thing that resonates with probably many people. Many people. But again, because of the themes, because of the way this anime is, I cannot in good conscience just say that, yeah, go watch it, you're gonna have fun. No, you're not gonna have fun. Watching Evangelion is not exactly fun. Watching Evangelion is coming to terms with yourself, who you are, what you are. Maybe it can help you emotionally, but maybe it will wreck you even harder. I mean, I have seen something like, you know, Persona 4 Golden talk about these things, you know, they did really well. And, you know, it did resonate with me so much back then, it really did, that I would say Evangelion almost does the same thing for me, but in a different way. And I now come to realize that, holy crap, things are not as good as I probably thought, you know? 
And, you know, I just want to say, if you have, like I said, if you are suffering from any mental illness, if you're suffering from mental thoughts that block your life, thoughts that are toxic to you, please, please seek help. All right? Do not be afraid. There are people who love you, people who care for you. Don't think that everyone is, you know, against your things like that. And if you have someone who you trust really well and so much, open up to them. It can really help. They can be anyone. Doesn't matter. As long as you you can you know, feel safe with that person. But yeah, that's what I will say. Watch or skip. I'd say... You can watch it, but only if you know that it's not going to wreck you emotionally and mentally. Because trust me, it will. And once you're done, you can go and read wikis, you can go read Reddit, you can do this, you can do that. There's so many things that you can do. But I'm just warning you. It's not going to help you be like, yeah, you know, this is is cool. I'm... You know, <laughs> I'm fine. This is fine. This is all cool. No, you're gonna you're gonna you know crawl onto the floor and you know just cry like that meme that says you know I don't know hold back tears, don't cry and cry cry a lot, <laughs> something like that. So yeah, have fun watching it. And um, next week I'm gonna review um, the four movies for Evangelion Rebirth. Um, I don't know what exactly I will be getting into, but I'm excited. I don't know exactly what's going on. I did read some uh, things that there were like theories like what this movie is supposed to even be. These movies actually supposed to be and I'm like, okay, whatever they are, I'm still watching it. But if you're watching Evangelion, those movies are not connected to Evangelion as far as I know. At least wait for me to tell you next week if they are. But yeah, they're not exactly connected. So you can watch this show on your own the way I told you without any problem and have... I I don't want to say fun. <laughs> Just have... I don't know. Have a good time. Maybe. Alright guys, so that's pretty much it. I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you for um, listening to this episode. I hope that it helped you get into Evangelion. Or maybe it helped you not get into Evangelion. Because that's also a thing. It can help you guys not do it. Not everything has to be positive. So I hope you guys will enjoy this. I hope you guys actually did enjoy the episode. And you will enjoy the episode next week. And um, if you guys have any anime that you want to you know, recommend so that I can watch, please do. I'm excited to see what you guys will recommend to me, and um, I will definitely do my best to watch it and review it. It has been a you know weird time playing a lot of games, watching a lot of anime, and talking about it. Yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> I haven't done it for a long time. Thank you guys, and I'll see you guys next time on Game Talk if you're interested, and Anime Talk on Sunday if you're interested to talk about animes and mangas. I actually forgot this week to talk about the first episode of 
Entertainment District arc. Arc. So I'm gonna talk about uh, the first two episodes um, on this week's episode. So thank you guys for joining, and I'll see you guys next time.